0: Hello, listeners. This is Kim Hauer, joined with Jill Layman today and this week. Uh, it's Tuesday, November 8. Uh, welcome back, Jill. You didn't leave the room. I'm always grateful when my guests don't leave the room and they stay the whole week with me.
1: Um, I, I thought about it.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you did. Um, but I'm very grateful that you uh, are obedient to God's call on your heart, um, and as we were setting up and getting ready for today's recording, Tuesday is our testimony Tuesday, and so we were talking a little bit about what that is for you right now. Um, and I love that you have kind of a current thing that you feel like God is maybe working on, um, not completed, no, <laughs> but it's something He's definitely working on. So, would you be kind enough to share that with our listeners?
1: Yeah, well. Um, I've been just feeling like uh, I could be doing more for God, like more being out there. Um, obviously, since, you know, I'm not working, that obviously I have a lot more time than others do. And and I just a while back stumbled across a podcast called Living Waters. And, and I just, I watched this man and he lives in California and he goes to the beach and he just like approaches people. And he just kind of like asks them what they feel like it what they feel about is there an afterlife and and then you know he just like shares the gospel and and how to be saved and and i'm just like i think you know that is what we're called to do you know to, you know jesus said the father has sent me now i'm sending you and i just kind of feel like i'm i'm not doing you know fully what i'm supposed to do yeah i, I volunteer in in the kids ministry and i you know do things like that and and I'm I'm out there for you know if I feel a nudging from God to to go to somebody that may be in need or or whatever I try um but I just feel like like we don't do enough like we're supposed to be out there trying to like talk to people so so I don't know if that's like what he's calling me to do but it's just Kind of awful, odd that you asked me <laughs> to <laughs> to do this podcast, and um, yeah, the the verse in John, you know, where Jesus said, "The Father sent me, now I'm sending you," just really, truly has resonated like at this time. So I I don't know, I'm not quite sure what it'll look like, but I'm just praying for boldness because yeah. I, Usually, <laughs> don't like to approach people. <laughs> like I'm just a little nervous, but I, I'm I'm praying and I'm just wondering if if God is calling something bigger. I'm I'm not sure or or even what it would look like. I don't right? even know.
0: Yeah, just um, I love that God can put just uh, a simple thing maybe on our hearts and kind of grows it and builds it. Um, I found that like okay. I feel like God is maybe like encouraging me to be more courageous, more bold, um, in little ways, um, and then He gives us like tasks, like little tasks, little steps. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like me asking you to do the podcast. I think you mentioned it. Like, and when I asked you, you're like, "Well, I find that you know, if somebody's uh, asking me to do something for the Lord, or you know, something that might further His." Kingdom, advance the kingdom, right? Um, I can't really say no.
1: Yeah. Well, you could,
0: you, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, we do I a could lot. Make as up humans. lots of
1: excuses. Doctor says stress is bad for me. This is very stressful. <laughs> right,
0: right, and yet he gave you, you know, he's he's planted those seeds all along the way, and then here's an opportunity to maybe grow in the courage, grow in your boldness. Um, so I'm excited actually to hear you know, how God continues to grow that. I don't ever um, like to give God a timeline. No. You know, I've been proven wrong on timelines an awful lot. (laughs) So I try to be open-minded in that. um, That doesn't mean tomorrow Jill's going to go out to the park and interview (laughs) somebody.
1: Not quite sure what it looks like Um, yet, but there's something stirring.
0: (laughs) Maybe he will. I don't know. But I'm not, I guess, one to say that that's exactly how he works. I think there's a lot that God does behind the scenes before it becomes a public and an open situation. Yeah, Um, And I know he's been doing a lot of that behind the scenes in your life. Um, Just talking to you about how you are in the word and how you do that. And um, he's definitely been working on you, you know, preparing you. Um, And now maybe he's giving you a vision for what that will look like. Yeah. And so I just pray, I guess, I'm praying right now um, on the air that God will continue to give you boldness and courage um, to step out in those bigger little ways you know like joining me on the podcast Yeah, so, <laughs> you might have your own podcast someday doing the oh. same thing that dude in California is doing mm-hmm. just on Lake Michigan
1: shore yeah maybe not <laughs> I'm not quite sure <laughs> uh, it's just a stirring I, just, just I, a stirring I just, I just feel like I don't know like like hell is a real thing and it's you know and we can think that our sins are little, but we serve a, a holy, holy, just God who, you know, he, he can forgive. But if you don't accept the Savior, like, he can't because right. he's, he's just and he, he's holy and he set mm. the commandments. And yeah, people need to know without that Savior. <laughs> they, yeah. I just feel like we got to save them. <laughs> like, I don't right. know. It's just weird. I don't know.
0: Well, I love that God is, um, yeah, prompting, stirring, working. Yeah. And uh, that is a testimony, even though it's not seen in fulfillment of any, you know, big concrete plan. um, We can certainly see that he's working, and I love it. So thank you for sharing that with us um, and maybe encouraging others, you know, to maybe they'll want to join you. Um, you oh, know
1: that would make it easier, right?
0: We're told to go in pairs. <laughs> yeah, maybe even more. Yeah. I so need a
1: pair, will you be my pair? <laughs> um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, on the spot. Boy, you put me on the spot, Jill.
0: Um I know somebody I could put you in touch with that would absolutely love to be on pair with you. <laughs> ooh, are they bolder than me? Absolutely. Oh, better so talk. maybe we'll we talk afterwards. Talk. Yeah, we should um, talk. But that's just my human way of avoiding (laughs) (laughs) maybe the stirring so maybe but maybe. maybe it could
1: be a group i'm thinking i like it
0: yeah well cool let's um jump into the scripture reading that we have for today as i mentioned yesterday we're going to be in the book of luke chapter 24 again um this is a resurrection story so it's just from luke's perspective um Just a little hint tomorrow. We're actually going to go to Matthew, have the same story. Um, All three of them are just a little bit different, maybe laid out a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes that can trip me up. Yes. Like, no, come on. Why are these different? Like, it should be the holy word of God and there should be no differences amongst them, but they're human people. They're different. You know, they're not always a firsthand account. Um, I think Luke is actually a like a second hand account right he's collecting mm-hmm. stories so i feel like it can sometimes trip us out but yeah cuz really- you'll be
1: reading like in one of the gospels and you'll be like but this one doesn't mention like when jesus died the curtain torn and that's like one of the biggest thing that strikes me is when the curtain tears like we have that direct relationship with god you know and i think why isn't that in every single one? But it's, I guess, their own perspective of what they've seen and experienced.
0: and Right, and I think they're similar enough that they don't contradict one another, but yes. they're just maybe a heart stance, right, of yeah. the human heart stance from how they're writing it um, and the things that stood out to them. Just as when we read um, the scriptures, things stand out, to you differently, maybe from year to year, as Mm -hmm. I've talked to you about how you've gone through the whole book, entire Bible, one and a half times now, you said, because you're in Acts again, Mm -hmm. um, and yet you underline different things at different times. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's why. I don't know. It is. (laughs) But don't let that trip you up and let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart uh, what the scripture has to say to you, even though it might be slightly different from each account um, so as we dive into this, though, it's maybe a little bit similar to yesterday's, um, but maybe you kind of sense something different about God or Jesus that you didn't sense in John's version.
1: Yeah.
0: Do you have something that kind of stands out to you? Either Maybe it is the same because it's a similar story, but...
1: Mm. I don't know. I feel like feel like I I'm really focused on those women. <laughs> you know, I maybe it's cuz I'm a woman. Um but I just what stood out was, you know, that you know, the the fear that those women, you know, must have felt when when they saw the empty tomb and then these angels, you know. And it's like yeah, they saw the empty tomb and how how they could not believe after the angel said he isn't here, he is risen from the dead. Um And then they reminded him, you know, Jesus said that, you know, he was going to die, but he was coming, he was being raised to life in three days. Um, That he had to be betrayed in the hands of sinful men and be crucified. But, you know, he would rise again on the third day. So I just feel like, you know, he told them, and now they're seeing it, but yet they're confused. And it just kind of stands out, you know, how how would i be you know if i was there would i would i would i remember what jesus said in in fullness um you know like the confusion yeah this is, it'd be just i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah and i think if like you put the yourself women there. Too, right so these are the same women though that mm-hmm. like they had experienced someone rising from the dead cuz yeah, jesus lazarus. raised lazarus yeah. and he was like a dear friend or whatever mm-hmm. family um so it's not like they didn't know that Jesus could raise right. people from the dead. Maybe it's a little bit of a stretch to think that he could raise himself from the dead, but not really because God did. But, so it's not like they hadn't experienced something like that before even. Right. But maybe more mysterious, right? Lazarus came out of the tomb. Yeah. Jesus was not in the tomb after they clearly put him in there just gone he's just gone vanished and so they probably thought you know yeah who stole him who stole him yeah (laughs) Yeah. exactly that's what they thought Mm -hmm. um yeah i think i had um, one thing that stood out to me was in verse 16 um it's actually about the guys you know on the road to emmaus that part oh yeah uh, where the two guys are walking together and Jesus actually shows up, but they don't realize him as Jesus, uh, but he's having a conversation with them. But it, it starts out um, as they, in verse 15, as they talked and discussed these things with each other, Jesus himself came up and walked along with them. And verse 16 says, but they were kept from recognizing him. And it caused me to pause because I'm like, what kept them from recognizing him? And to me, the yeah. only thing that could have kept them from recognizing him was God himself,
1: yeah. like
0: hiding that, hiding Jesus'
1: My, persona I, I have from the, them. The New Living Transversion, um, or translation, um, mine says in
0: verse 16, but
1: God kept them from recognizing him. Yeah. So it's like.
0: So what did I learn about God? I'm like, okay, so I learned that. God sometimes keeps things from us, hides them from us. And what does that mean? Like, it just caused me to stop and think, like, what does that mean? Like, he intentionally kept these disciples from recognizing that it was Jesus walking alongside them and Talking. talking to him. Like, why wouldn't he just allow them to see Jesus for who he was? And I almost wonder, same thing with Mary, yeah. Like, I, I kind of feel
1: like in this section, I mean, I could be very wrong, but I feel like if they had known it was Jesus right away, would they have had the conversation that they had, you know, what Jesus meant in, you know, what Moses and, and the prophets, you know, said about him in the Old Testament and the fulfillment of, you know, what he had done?
0: Yeah. Because I had that too. And, um, in verse 25, I have that Jesus wasn't afraid to call them out mm-hmm. on their disbelief. You know, yeah. he kind of like, yeah. How, what, did he, what did Jesus say? Jesus said to them, how foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. How foolish you are, mm-hmm. Jesus says to them. Um, and then I also like that in verse 27, um, he says, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. So he wasn't afraid to call him out. And he also wasn't afraid, afraid to explain. He took the time mm-hmm. to explain to them, you know. And I think what a cool picture of Jesus and God that, you know, sometimes I think we like to paint him as this either all loving, cuddly, fluffy teddy bear mm-hmm. or this mean like call you out call you into account you know yeah mean mm-hmm. god but within two verses we see Jesus doing both you know and I think yeah. that that's a representation of who god is the ability to call us out yeah but also the desire and the willingness to fix it teach it yeah teach us yeah grow us show us um so those are the things I learned about God or Jesus in this um, yeah. part of Scripture. How about humans? What do you have there for, like, what, what stood out to you about what this passage says about, like, people in general or maybe about, you know, something you identify with? Um, I kind of,
1: you know, go back to the doubt and fear. We as humans, I just kind of wrote down... Um, that we can be full of fear. Verse 38, and it says, you know, Jesus is saying, why are you frightened? He asked, and why are your hearts filled with doubt? Um, I just said that, you know, we, we can be full of doubt, where verse 38, you know, just, you know, I wonder if I was living back then, you know, before having the full story of the Bible, what we have, you know, what we, what we have seen um, and can read as the complete story. Um, that I, I just wonder, you know, if I would have been back then, you know, full of doubt and questioning. Wow, is this even happening? Like, I just feel like we just need to walk real close, real close with Jesus always asking the Holy Spirit to work in and through us. And, um you know, listening to his nudging in our lives, like when we have doubt, just just go to Jesus because, you know, he'll call it out if, mm-hmm. if, if we're honest. And, yeah, he will teach and he will lead. But the only way that he can do that, like he did, you know, with the disciples on the road, was, you know, you, you have to be in the Word. You have to be close to him so that you can learn and be taught and and not be ashamed of the doubt, but bring it to him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think we kind of look negatively at doubting Thomas. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a very nice word, really, when we think of, it's always got a negative. Yeah. But I think that while Jesus calls them out on their disbelief or their doubt, um, he also realizes, right, like that's part of human nature. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so how do I, how do I get people beyond the doubt, beyond the disbelief? Yeah. Well, I just, I walk alongside them. Mm Mm-hmm. I tell them everything they need to know. But it takes two to walk alongside somebody. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know, you've got, you've got grandkids. I've had young kids. They're not quite so much willing to run away. Yeah. Um, But little kids, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They find something that they want to go after and they want to let go of your hand real quick, like and run yeah, and run, Mm -hmm. you know, and chase after whatever their heart's desire is. Right. Um, to me, that's just the image of, it takes two people to walk alongside, you know, like Jesus is never really moving away from us. No, you know, he always wants to be close to us always. Yes. We're the ones who get distracted by shiny objects and chase after things, yeah, just like a little child. Mm -hmm. Um, So we gotta be willing to to stay close to Jesus, like you said. Like we we gotta want that, Um, and we gotta work towards that to to stay close and in His Word. How we stay close is in His Word. Yes, praying to Him and listening um, for any of those promptings, Mm -hmm. you know, stirrings that He has or the things He wants to teach us um, and grow us in. So, um, I had what it taught me about humans um, in verse 32 and 35. So just before that part that you read, um, I'm just going to read verse 32 through 35. It says, they asked each other. Again, these are the guys on the road to Emmaus, right? So they get together with a group at this point and they say, they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us Mm -hmm. while we talked, while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? They got up and returned at once to Jerusalem. There they found the 11 and those with them assembled together and saying, "It is true, the Lord has risen and has appeared to Simon." Then the two told what had happened on the way and how Jesus was recognized by them when he broke the bread. I loved that. Mhm. Like once they realized the encounter with Jesus, like they got amped up. And they just ran. And they just <laughs> ran. And was it like had seven to miles everybody. or something?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> can't like, even imagine.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know. And I, I, one thing I wrote is that you know, like to me, I, a true encounter with Jesus may not be fully recognized at the moment, but once it is realized, there is a sense or a feeling of urgency to share it. Yeah. And I think those that have had that personal touch from God um, on their lives where you didn't necessarily know what you were going through at the moment, once you realize it, like you want to tell everybody. Yeah. Like, man, if you only knew what this has done for my life, how it's changed me. Um, change isn't always seen on the outside first. More often than not, it's not. It's on the inside. And that can take a long time. But I just, I loved that, that image of like, they're so excited. They ran. They ran. And it's true. It's true. You know, like so excited to share that, you know, even how dumb they were to not realize that it was Jesus (laughs) that they were talking to. Right. Like they didn't care how stupid they sounded. No. They were just excited that they actually realized it all of a sudden and couldn't help but share it. So, um, yeah, that's why I love the, the image of the true encounter with Jesus. Is, um can be nothing short of exciting. Yeah. So, as we wrap this up, what would you say, how will I obey? Is there an action step or something you think you could do? Yeah, I think, um, I think God's
1: plan for me is to listen to Jesus' words about him sending us to proclaim the good news with the authority of his name. I think we just, I don't know, like that stirring. It's just telling me to go. Verse, you know, 48 or 47 and 48. um, Where it says, It is also written that this message would be proclaimed in authority of his name to all the nations, beginning in, in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness for sins for all who repent. You are the witness of all these things, like yeah we've we've witnessed, and I don't know, how can we be silent, like I don't know, we just feel like we just gotta tell
0: the world, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that challenge, um and I think we'll close with that today because we've gone long today, but um thank you for listening, everybody, and I just uh, yeah, I challenge you today to. Uh, ask God for the boldness and the courage to share how God has changed your life. Yeah. You know, we're witnesses, we experience it. Um, so let's go and share. Let's tell. Let's tell. Be a vessel. Don't let the Holy Spirit speak through you. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, Jill. And uh, we will be back tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody. See ya.